It is time, now it's time for the Tuesday Tater Fuck! Yeah! Good morning, oh my god, it's been forever guys, hello! Hi, um, welcome to Tuesday, welcome to your life. It is me, Ronald George Moore. Let's get it straight, people. Uh, did I even say that right? Ugh. Anyway, um, how you doing? It's been a while, the Mental Money Show Podcast, Tuesday Titter. I took I took some time off. I had I went on a little vacation outside the province, the beautiful province, the great province of Manitoba, and I went to a little place called Brooklyn, New York, which was a dream come true for plenty of reasons. Plenty. Just to go on a vacation was nice. You know what I'm saying? Robins, I missed you. Hmm. For the record, there are no Robins, Donuts, in Manhattan or any borough. But man, what a trip. What a great trip. Um, I guess I'm going to get into that today, talking about the big trip, what I did, what I saw, who I went with, which was Carolyn Gray, and my uh, number one son, the boy, came for half the trip. It was six, six wonderful days. No, seven days, six nights. At a Holiday Inn in Brooklyn. Brooklyn! I can't believe it. I actually got to spend time in Brooklyn. I am a huge Adam Yauch fan. Adam Yauch, I should say, uh, from Beastie Boys. And he, uh, he passed away 2012. And it was just great to visit his haunts, you know. They dedicated a park in the playground he grew up in to Adam. And so we... We had fun, you know, we didn't over plan the trip, which is a great way to do a trip, you know, a couple things a day, and then the rest of the day, you're walking around, you're looking at things, you're watching people get angry in cars, you're just staring at buildings, you're just walking around, maybe you're on the the high line, which is a, a grassy kind of path in Manhattan, it was a subway line, you know, would shut down, raised subway line. So they just turned it into like this nice garden-esque walkway. And that was Brad Echo, along with so many other things. Um, and so I just thought I'd give you the highlights of the trip. I hope everything worked out well here. Uh, I was noticing that the weather in Brooklyn you know, it was New York. Basically, we only went to the two boroughs. We went to Brooklyn and we went to Manhattan. Manhattan has the Times Square. It was pretty cool seeing uh, Brooklyn on a map. Because you, you think of New York and you look at it on Google Maps and it's just like the, the land expands, you know? And so you, you don't get a real good idea of... Like, Winnipeg's pretty easy. We got a big perimeter around our, our city. And from an aerial view, BAM! It's right there, right? But New York, it's a little different. and the, But the subway lines kind of tell the tale of what is where. And the subway lines are great. It's about four bucks Canadian each trip. I think if you do, what is it, 16? You don't get, you, if you go more than 16 trips for the month, you, you, know, you won't get... You, you won't have to pay more than 16 a month, is what I'm trying to say. So that was pretty cool, although I think we did about 16 or 18. Um, yeah, it was just, uh, it was really cool. The subway was easy to use. 
you know, a couple of head scratchers. I think only once did we go the wrong way <laughs> when we got on the train, and it was just easy. It was easy as getting up and getting back on. So that was cool. Um, yeah, as I said, we we stayed in the Holiday Inn in Brooklyn. And by the way, for this trip, we just picked the dates, and we thought, okay, we wanted to go in late fall. We didn't want to go in the summer. Too hot. Too many people traveling for summer vacations. Obviously, we didn't want to go. Even now, I would say because. You know, the storms are coming. The storms are brewing. I think Alberta right now has a big snowstorm. And even for flying sake, God damn, I don't want to take off and land in, in a bunch of snow and windy conditions. Ugh, it was awful. Like, I don't mind the flying. It's the taking off and the, and the landing, which is a little bit cringy for me. At one point, after when we left New York in, and we're in the air, after about... 10 minutes of just continuous climbing guy hit some turbulence the pilot hit some turbulence and there's no warning it was just like you know turbulence is never fun just kind of being sh shucking around shaking around shaka shaka con and then the plane dropped <laughs> like it dropped for about I guess it was a second really but it was enough of a drop to just to have a few people scream you know out of sheer terror and uh, me myself I took both hands and I grabbed the seat in front of me and uh, Carolyn grabbed my arm pretty heavily uh, so it was uh, whoo that was terrifying one second of terror boy oh boy it was worth it though put one second of terror for six days of delight mm. um, yeah so we just we Plan the. We said, okay, we're gonna go on these six days, and even a hotel. We're like Holiday Inn hotel. We're not messing around. But coincidentally, three of the destinations we wanted to go to were like literally minutes away, walking from our hotel. We were like, what kind of coincidence is this, y'all? It was really neat. Um, it, the whole experience of Brooklyn and New York was very exciting and it's very much I, I, I like to I like to compare it to Sesame Street if you ever watched Sesame Street as a kid I don't know what it's like today but you know you have like where Oscar has his trash can and you have the gate to Big Bird's little nesty area you have brownstones right you have the the walkway up to the apartments building um, there's a little playground, Hooper store. It's all cement. Right? There's no, there's no grass. You don't see any grass. And uh, there's always people around. There's always people just hanging on the stoop, hanging out the windows. You know, hanging in the trash can. That's exactly what it felt like. There's just always people around. Like, well, during the day, you know, it's just, it's wild. Every sidewalk is full of people. And and the horns you're gonna, you're gonna hear them right now right now uh, the the background noise is, is right outside the Brooklyn Academy of Music near our hotel and I just thought I'd record ten minutes of car honkings <laughs> the hustle and the bustle of Brooklyn so um, don't mind the all the the car honks and alarms if you happen to hear them don't mind them. Um, what else what else yeah it was it was cool like it's just like uh, like for instance right beside the the hotel you know was a uh, a playground 
like a, you know with a chain link fence separating it from the sidewalk and that was the school that's all you see for the school is this playground right it's so crazy kids enter the playground they go to school um, and then there is a grocery store a laundromat like there's so many businesses right beside residential uh, uh, homes and you know apartments you know so many people smoking weed <laughs> it's legal in New York and it's just because where do you go there's not like a place you can go and have a cigarette or smoke a joint you just do it on the street right where so yeah there's a lot a lot of weed a uh, smells <laughs> That was the main smell of New York, I found, is is weed, man. Everyone loves their weed. And, of course, there are, like, smoke shops in every block. And Oh, my God, New York. It is crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, uh, the whole, I'll tell you something about the Holiday Inn. Like, as I said, it was the three of us for the first three days. And then just Carolyn and I for the last three days. And uh, at the Holiday Inn... Uh, we had room 1313, and that should have been an omen right there. It was the worst. <laughs> it was the worst room. Like, it wasn't so bad when we got in at night. You know, we were like, oh, the Wi-Fi is really bad. Awful. I couldn't. And I was, you know, I unfortunately, I'm such a cheapskate that I need, I, I don't go for the Wi-Fi. I don't pay Bell $15 a day to use Wi-Fi, although I'm thinking I should because it's such a pain in the ass. To not have Wi-Fi when you're traveling around Manhattan, you want to go on Google Maps, you know, that sucks. Oh, that was awful. I just like constantly asking restaurants, "Can I? Do you have Wi-Fi? Do you have Wi-Fi?" <laughs> but most places did, you know. Um, but yeah, there's no Wi-Fi, and then when we woke up the morning, we're like, "Boy, this this sheet has a lot of." creepy yellow stains on it and uh, on, on the on one of the beds and I was like oh my god that is like that's a one star I thought this was a two star hotel that's a one star move and we left a little note saying would you please change this sheet thank you very much and they didn't of course but on us you know we didn't you know you're supposed to tip for that type of stuff right we're like Holiday Inn do you tip at Holiday Inn it's like tipping at McDonald's anyway uh, what else was wrong? The, the the fridge was didn't work, and it wasn't like it wasn't plugged in. It was just did not work. You know, you like that. Say, you know, you want to bring home the leftovers, put them in the fridge, have them the next morning. Um, the the air conditioning heat didn't work on the thirteenth floor. <clears throat> um, but then like uh, we had to change rooms because then we were just down to one bed after three days, and they moved us to the sixth floor and the, it, it was amazing oh my god the everything worked <laughs> that's the bottom line everything worked and we were so happy so happy in that room my god it was gorgeous so anyway i'll give you a rundown uh, of just like kind of the highlights of what we did on this crazy crazy trip i'll never look at another new york film or show and not have an inner have insight to who those characters really are walking around and the the, the fast pace of of the people of New York. I always compared. I was like, always said Toronto is like, oh, it's the New York of Canada. 
and I guess to one extent it is, but New York and Toronto are two separate eggs. Two separate eggs. And how do I know this? Because actually the seventh day we spent a night in Toronto visiting friends. And that was awesome. My best friends live there and got to visit them. Super cool. It was like we had a layover. You know, you have a layover. and To get to New York, you got to go to one bigger airport and then New York. You can't. There's no direct. So when I realized we're going to come back through Toronto, I thought, well, I wonder if I can, <laughs> I wonder if I can change it so it's like a day instead of a two-hour delay. How about a 24-hour delay? And then I can visit friends. And that's exactly what happened. It worked out. This was the perfect, perfect getaway. And uh, as I said, I'll just quickly go over them. Just uh, the things that the things that we did while in New York City. Uh, of course, we hit up restaurants, the Corner Bistro, Sarge's, which is a deli, uh, a legendary deli in Manhattan. Uh, we went to the Roccarola, which is a uh, kind of like the Albert near. Um, Oh, kind of like the college area. It was really cool. And my son, you know, he's 18. He's an adult here, but he's not in <laughs> hes not in New York, of course. You have to be 21 to drink. But those silly little Manitoba licenses, <laughs> they don't really spell out. We're like, how old are you? Give me, you know, the bouncer's like, can I see your ID? And so we show him the Manitoba. I go, this, you know, we're from Manitoba. And he looks at me and goes, I know. Because <laughs> he can see the license. Where's your date of birth? And I just point to it. Because it was dark, I couldn't see it, and my eyes aren't great, so I was just like, it's right there. And then he looked at Liam, he's like, alright, get in. <laughs> so, we got to have a shot of whiskey at the Roccarola. We went there twice, actually. We went, uh, there's a legendary cheesecake place called Junior's, not the hamburger shop. Um, this really restaurant, this cool restaurant and bar. And uh, known for their cheesecake, and we went there twice, it was so good. Other restaurants we went to were Juliana's Pizza, very, very, like, high sought-out pizza, which was, like, you know, high-end. It was like, so high-end, it doesn't have tomato sauce, one of those places. And then while we were there, First We Feast YouTube channel that do hot ones, they put out a, a video. Why, are, why is New York Pizza going from a dollar to a dollar fifty? And they had these two guys, Two Bros Pizza kind of explain why, you know, they need to up it for quality of ingredients and blah, 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 blah. But then I'm, but I'm like, oh, let's go there. So we went there, Two Bros Pizza, five out of ten. <laughs> it's cheap, but it's still, you know, dollar pizza. We went to the Algonquin Hotel because Carolyn, who actually spent quite a bit of time in, in New York, whenever she was downtown and she wanted to get a need a refresher in the mid-afternoon she'd go there and order a gimlet which is a gin drink so that was on our checklist for sure we went to the Algonquin Hotel this old fancy hotel I don't know if you know who Dorothy Parker is I barely know who she is but uh, she was a writer I hope I'm getting this right she was a writer and she you know lived at the hotel and uh, she never paid one penny to live there after she died. She just left a whole bunch of poems. Whoa. Um, oh my God, at the, <laughs> the last day of our trip, we went to Coney Island and it was all closed, but I just wanted to, you know, go down there. What else, what else are we gonna do? Just, just to look at it. And it's also kind of, you know, it, it's not busy. I, I'm not crazy about crowds. So it was awesome that uh, we got to go to Coney Island and just like 
see all everything closed. You don't know, walk out on the pier and take some wicked pictures. But what is right at the opening of Coney Island? A white castle. Can you believe that? Because <laughs> I didn't see a damn one damn white castle. I, it was on my private little list of things I wanted to do: eat White Castle in New York City, because the Beastie Boys go to White Castle. It's the best. So we went there, and sure enough, there was one, and I was like, wow, we gotta do this, and I had six sliders. I only ordered four, but she was so nice and gave us two extra. If you listen to the Patreon, you know I've been really trying to diet these this last couple, couple of uh, weeks, a uh, month maybe, but oh my god, it's kinda like, oh, I, the weigh-in will be next week. I can't do it this week, I'll be too embarrassed. Anyway, um, yeah, as, as far as things we did while we were there, we went to we went to go see Dick's the Musical, which is a movie that came out uh, by Larry Charles, who was a former writer of Seinfeld and Curb. Very funny dude, uh, and it's uh, it's a crazy movie. You know, it stars. Uh, it, it it's I guess it was a Broadway show at some point, starring uh, these two gay. Uh, Song and dancers, really. And then, so now they've incorporated the show into this Dick's the Musical movie. So if you see it, I mean, if it comes in your area or streaming or whatever, definitely check it out. It's very funny and quite disturbing in parts. <laughs> the Sewer Boys with Nathan Lane there. Oh, that scene is barfo-rama. Um, we, we had tickets to The Shark is Broken which is a great, I think I may have talked about this before now that I think about it, but basically it's uh, it's all about the movie Jaws and it's called The Shark is Broken because famously the mechanical shark, which they called Bruce, broke down, you know, multiple times during the shooting. So there was a lot of downtime for the three main actors who are Robert Shaw, Richard Dreyfuss, and Roy Scheider to just kind of hang out and shoot the shit, play cards. And the, the contrast of the three personalities, uh, that's basically the show. They're just hanging out and waiting. And it's really interesting and cool, especially because me and the boy watched Jaws two days before we left. So we're really caught up in the story. And that was neat. It was really great to, to, get, <laughs> to get a Broadway show in. I'm just remembering the circumstances up leading up to it. We went to Sarge's. I told you what went to Sarge's for this legendary I had a pastrami and corned beef sandwich you know stacked mile high and that's the only way I'm gonna eat uh, one of these sandwiches anymore it's, it's, got, it's got to be like 400 grams of meat with uh, coleslaw but we, we were running late the restaurant took so long and so we decided we're gonna grab a cab to get to the Broadway show but it's like I don't know it was I don't know, for whatever reason, well, whatever, it's Manhattan, there's traffic everywhere, so this, this cabbie was outrageous, like, it was like, Slimer from Ghostbusters was driving the cab, it was all over the place, we're going down one-way streets, down bike lanes, and that's not even uncommon for cars to do that, as crazy as that seems, but he was just like, you know, almost going through red lights, in fact, he almost did, and then he backed up, and some pedestrian... Hey, watch it! <laughs> Slams his fist on the trunk of the car. We were like, what? <laughs> and of course, the driver didn't bat an eye. He was very calm and zen. And then we're just sitting in traffic, so he goes, you may want to get out here and walk the rest of the way, which we did, and then we realized we're walking right through Times Square. 
So we were just at the at the intersection, and we we're just like, oh, we're at Times Square. Oh look, there's Spider-Man and Cookie Monster. Okay, bye. And that was it. Because <laughs> that was that's the only time I really hit Times Square. Was just like, oh, there it is. Okay, keep moving. And then we made it, made it, made it to the show with moments to spare. And it was an awesome show. So it was great. We got that in. Check, check off the list. Want to go to a Broadway show? Uh, we went to MoMA, which is um, uh, the museum of, what is it? Manhattan Arts? Manhattan of Museum Arts. MoMA, it's art. It's lots of art. It was great. Just like art reflected through the decades. And, you know, of course they have Warhol. There's uh, short, you know, classic films by Yoko Ono. I posted that. I'll have to post some of this. You know, I will. I'll post all the art. I took a lot of great shots from MoMA. You know, Francis Bacon and uh, Picasso. Picasso. So much Picasso. We went to... Now, this was crazy. I just happened to look at events while we were there. And Variatopia, hosted by Paul F. Tompkins, who I love. I love Paul F. Tompkins. I've loved him since Mr. Show. He's done so many podcasts. He's been on so many shows and movies that I was, like, thrilled that he was bringing this kind of variety show to New York. He usually does it at, I think he said Dynasty Typewriter in, in L.A., which stands for Los Angeles. And fuck, was it great! He he, basic and you don't you don't know who's who's going to be on the show. It's a big surprise. So it was it was great. He had this like what eight piece band, like horns and just you know. When the Saints is what I'm saying. But um, one of one of the guests was Murray Hill, this uh, trans old school vaudeville comedian who was hilarious he was so funny <laughs> and only about a month ago i think i heard an interview on cbcq with murray hill and so it was just the tiniest bit familiar with who he is and his act and it was it was so great and paul f Tompkins did stand up oh what a show what a great night once again i bought liam a beer <laughs> i bought the boy a beer not even thinking, oh, he can't drink. No one cared. Um, and what else did we do? Oh, this was the best. This was probably probably the highlight. I go around and I ask people, hey, you, you, do you remember Lori Anderson? And everyone's like, who? At least the people at the corporation. And then I go, well, she was once married to Lou Reed. And they go, who? And I'm like, I smack him across the head. I'm like, are you serious? Lou Reed? The Velvet Underground? Come on. Come on. True heads know who Laurie Anderson is, especially Carolyn Gray knows who Laurie Anderson is because she was going to go to a retrospect in Sweden earlier this year. She wanted to go to Sweden to see a retrospect of her career. Can you believe that? That's how much she loves her. And she was playing at the Brooklyn Arts, uh, Brooklyn Arts Museum. Bam! It's called Bam. Which, once again, five-minute walk. Incredible. As I said, the, yeah, the, the sounds you're hearing is from outside of BAM. I just sat down and recorded. Anyway, so it was sold out. We're like, it was sold out within, I guess, when the tickets were released. It's in this beautiful, beautiful venue, which I can't remember the name of the venue. Something like Brooklyn Academy of Venues or something. But anyway, but I was always optimistic. I'm like, well, maybe on the day they'll release tickets. And But we, what we 
didn't realize is like the people are reselling these tickets like you know hundreds of dollars past their the the, the, the original price and my god I checked a couple hours before the show and there were some amazing seats for I think $60 each we got the two we went down we saw the show we were blown a fucking way it was great Laurie Anderson still killing it playing the keyboards playing the violin she did reinterpretations of all, well, not all, but her, uh, some past songs, including uh, Lou Reed, who passed away uh, within the last 10 years, I think. It's got to have been 10 years. But um, he, he, it was just so beautiful. It was magical. This whole fucking trip was magical. I couldn't believe it. We got, we got to, I was so happy Carolyn got to experience Laurie Anderson in New York. That was the beauty of it. We also went to a stand-up. Uh, Janine Garofalo owns a club once again walking distance from our hotel and what I like to do is I'll, I'll just go to a, a comedy night in the city because like going to the, I've said this before going to the open mics you really get a flavor of the people who work there or, or live there and work there and uh, saw some great comedians great New York comedians and that was the thing like most of the entertainment we saw were New Yorkers which was you know pretty pretty awesome Really, really cool to get that, to hear what they had to say. We saw a guy who was on uh, on that on that open mic night. Oh, maybe I should talk about him another time. This is getting a little, a little long. We're hitting 25. Oh, one more. What the hell? <laughs> oh, God. I don't even have his name in front of me, but we saw this dude at the comedy show. He was introduced as uh, being on America's Got Talent. So this guy comes up with a guitar and he's like, says he's from Texas and he's the widest smile you've ever seen. Just so wide-eyed and innocent, you know? And he's talking to the crowd saying he's going to do a song. And then he's uh, has a, a dream board, which he pulls out and shows us, which is pretty funny with uh, <clears throat> Sophia. What's her name? Sophia Varaga. <laughs> Whatever her name is from Modern Family. And I guess she's a judge on America's Got Talent. But anyway, so we watch it. And so he plays the song. And he's not funny. You know, the audience was just like... What? And yeah, the reaction was just... <laughs> the song was bad and everything was bad. He said he brought a jar of pickles for it. Like for pickles for He's a pickler. Brought a jar of pickles, but it kind of smashed on the... On the on, on on the transit in, so he's like, "Oh, we'll just have to wash it off." But come come grab a pickle off me. Fat chance on that. But anyway, the next day I looked up his clip on America's Got Talent on the YouTube's, and uh, yeah, it was same did horrible. The judges exed him. But then at the end, he revealed that it's a fake mustache. And the whole thing was an act to annoy the audience. And then the audience loved him. I was like, what the hell? Like, really? You're going to, even though his act was 10 minutes of crap, you're, you're still going to be like, woohoo. Even Howie Mandel was like, yes, I get it. Andy Kaufman-esque. And I thought that watching him, I thought this has got to be an act. This has got to be, this has got to be uh, just on purpose pissing off the audience. And as bad as it was, look at me. I'm talking about it. People remember it. Oh, I gotta find his name. Let me just take quickly find his name and then we'll wrap this up here. And while I'm doing that, let me remind you, if you haven't, please feel free to um, subscribe to the Mental Money Shot podcast. We're on SoundCloud. 
um, a whole bunch of other platforms that you can listen to us are available. Social medias are the big ones. Um, you know, hanging out there with the arts, like with all the, it just feels, you feel like renewed, inspired, and uh, to just, uh, you know, make life fun. And that's what I intend to do on, uh, on this channel and at the corporation. I just want to have fun, you know? I just want to have, I want to have a good time. Even through the chores. The chores of life. I want to, uh, I want to, sorry, I'm doing two things at once here. I want, I want it to be, just want to have fun. So we're going to get, uh, we're going to be doing a lot of fun stuff on the show in the coming uh, weeks and months and years. Here we go. The Masked Singer, Pickle Performance. No, I just got to quickly. Should I pause this? Oh, I guess there's a pickle thing. Uh, who's the pickle? I know it's... Oh, here we go. Hot. Oh, Sonny Chatham. Hot off his fame on America's Got Talent. Sonny Chatham. That's the character, right? Because um, I know this because I looked it up. Then the there's an actress who plays Sonny Chatham. And that... Uh, not It's Krista... Commodore. Wait a minute, is that from the show we saw? God damn, fuck! Oh, now it's taking me to the App Store. Oh, God, what was that? That was Google. Yeah, I'm really sorry, I should have. Here, listen to this. Oh my god. Oh, you know what? That is from, this clip is from the show we saw. Holy shit. That's really cool. Pickle, pickle, you can hear me. Yeah. That was horrible. <laughs> That's me applauding, but in the back of my mind, I'm going, what the fuck? That was a horrible song. Anyway, so, um, did a whole bunch of other things, but those were the, the major highlights. That and walking across Brooklyn Bridge. That was really cool. Once with uh, the girlfriend and the boy, and then we did it again, because it was just so so neat. A lot of walking. A lot of fun walking. A lot of just walking around. Hey, look at, look at, look at this. This is the Seinfeld restaurant. Tom's restaurant was cool. Had a coffee and a piece of pie. Okay, that's it. Gotta go. Um, wow. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. If you, you know, it's 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 been a, quite a wild ride doing this podcast, and gonna uh, do some tweaks and gonna make it. I just want to make it really, really um, fun and listenable, <laughs> decent, <laughs> not a piece of crap every week. Which, you know, maybe it is. Whatever. I'm having fun. I hope you are too. Have a great week. Come back on Friday for Friday Foreplay. And if you subscribe to the Patreon, there's going to be a nice old Sunday swallow for you. You have a great one. Okay. Cheers. Seinfeld. Bye.